So if, for example, your competitor had a, a backlink to Forbes, so a Forbes article was linking to their website, that is going to significantly drive their domain authority up and it's going to increase all of their traffic. All right. Welcome to the Productize My Service podcast. Today's guest is Adam Crooks of FreshlySqueezed.online, a productized service offering content writing um, for online marketplaces um, where he helps transform essentially their websites into sales machines by leveraging SEO. So let's dive in, break down, and learn about Freshly Squeezed. All right. Welcome to Productize. Max, I am with Adam um, from Freshly Squeezed. Welcome, Adam. Hi. It's great to uh, great to speak with you. Yeah. yeah. Excited to share a little bit about your journey, more on your product type service you're creating. Um, so typically, I mean, one of the first questions I like to ask is um, what type of problems are, are you paid to solve? Mm. Yeah, no, no, that's a... Uh, that's a really good kind of opening question. Um, yeah, so I, I mean the the problem that the problem that I am paid to solve is, you know, it 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 kind of revolves around the question: How can my website get more traffic? Um, and that's something that people really struggle with, especially if uh, they don't know anything really about SEO and they don't kind of know how to to map out an SEO strategy in order to to increase their traffic um there's obviously there's there's different ways in which you could increase um the traffic to your website you could do it through facebook ads uh, linkedin ads so you could take like a paid campaign strategy um or you could just do it through you know organic search using using the search engines uh and, and by basically filling the search engines uh, with blog content that revolves around particular keywords in your in your business, and uh, yes, so the problem that um, that I that, that, and that's almost the solution to to the problem that uh, I try to solve, or or at least my the solution that I offer. Yeah. Awesome. So that's rich SEO written content, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, that you're providing these businesses that want to rank higher. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. That's awesome, man. And how did you, yeah, start Freshly Squeeze? How'd you come up with the name? What, uh, tell me a little yeah. bit about the the journey there to, to get this launched because it's, it's fairly new as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I started in, in November, November last year and, uh, yeah, like I, I, I still, I still love the name. Um, that the, the name has just kind of uh, is continued to grow on me. Um, I, I, the name is one of those things you kind of you spend a week thinking about it, and uh, and then it just it just clicks. And yeah, I, I'm really happy with the name Freshly Squeeze. But yeah, so um, Freshly Squeeze, I. Uh, I started it after um, parting ways from the digital marketing agency. Um, and after leaving the, the digital marketing agency, um, I kind of had an opportunity to to kind of explore maybe, uh, yeah, um, tr- trying to set up a productized service. You know, whilst I was at the digital marketing agency, I was really inspired by the 
the content that I've been seeing in the productized startups Facebook group. Um, I've been in there. I've seen all the people, you know, uh, uh, sharing all these ideas and sharing all of the things that they've made and creating all these brilliant productized services. And uh, I wonder whether there could potentially be an opening uh, to to set my own uh, productized service up. And uh, you know, writing has always always been something I really enjoyed. Um, and yeah, I, I just started kind of getting a few content writing gigs, and, uh, and my, my aim was to yeah to see if I could I could scale that. And I kind of gave myself uh, a time frame in which to you know to test the idea to see if it would work. And uh, and yeah, it, it's kind of, it's grown from there. And six, six months later. And uh, yeah, I, I'm really, really happy with, with how things have gone. Nice. That's really cool, man. So um, I'd love to hear some of your, I guess, your tips and, and strategies. Um, if you were going to give another business, what's like the main things they should be focusing on when it comes to content and SEO strategy um, from a high level that you think could be valuable? Mm. Well, in terms of SEO strategy, um, I mean, the first thing is don't ignore it. I mean, so, so many people kind of put it on the, the back burner. They, they forget about it. They, they kind of pretend it's not there, that they think it's almost, uh, it's not an essential part um, of, their, of their kind of digital marketing campaign. But that's not true at all. It's, it's absolutely essential. Um, and it's essential because if you, if you spend a few months uh, putting in the groundwork uh, with your SEO, and that's both on-site and off-site SEO, um, you will reap the rewards for many, many months after, or for years afterwards. You know, if you start ranking for keywords in your niche, in your in your industry, um, and you you've managed to establish you know a high domain authority through guest posting and, and things like that, and you've got a really strong domain, um, yeah, behind you, um, you, you, you're, you're set. I mean, you're going to get so much organic traffic, which is going to be so much cheaper than you know, investing time building up a Facebook audience or a LinkedIn audience or um, you know, any of these kind of paid campaigns. Um, yeah, sorry. Did I did I answer your question? I'm, I'm trying to remember what the uh, what the question was again. <laughs> well, don't forget it. Make it a key focus. The main question was kind of what are your oh the tips? Yeah, yeah. Or that a business could focus on when it comes specifically to your kind of superpower. Hmm. Um, well, the, the yeah. I, I, I mean, so, so as I said, the the first thing is you know focus. Uh, put some time and thought into SEO and then from there um, work out, you know, how, how are you going to, uh, how are you going to create results in terms of the SEO? How are you going to build up a strong domain? How are you going to have good domain authority? Um, I think, you know, you need to obviously do a mix of on-site and off-site SEO. Um, and yeah, I believe at the heart of all of that is blog, writing you need to have a good blog you need to uh you need to have blog posts uh, that cover a variety of different keywords in your niche um you need to do something that so something called site siloing 
So you need to have um, multiple multiple blog posts around one keyword and you can kind of build some authority around those. And also you need to be doing guest posting. You need to be reaching, you need to to get an SEO tool. So whether that's Ahrefs, SEMrush, um, you know, things like that. You need to be looking at all of your competitors' backlink profiles and you need to be um, looking at, you know, what are the what are the backlinks that your competitors have that are driving their domain authority upwards? So if, for example, your competitor had a, a backlink to Forbes, so a Forbes article was linking to their website, that is going to significantly drive their domain authority up and it's going to increase all of their traffic. Um, and then it's your responsibility to to work out how you can get on similar websites to to Forbes. I mean, you know, that, that, that's kind of that's a high target, but um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's great, man. Well, give us a sense of size uh, as far as freshly squeezed as of today. Um, where are you guys at monthly revenue wise, and and how many customers you guys have? Mm-hmm. So currently. Uh, we're doing uh, two thousand eight hundred uh, dollars a month. Um, so you know, still still relatively small. Um, and and yeah, at, at the moment it's it's just me. Um, okay. I work with um, with an SEO consultant who you know uh, advises me on you know on strategies for uh, for each of my clients. Um, he he's really really good. His name's Mark Falzone, and he. Um, yeah, we get on Skype call pretty much every day at the moment, and we just go through all of the clients that I have, and uh, yeah, we, we work through. Um, yeah, I, I think with SEO, it's really good to kind of have a second opinion, um, which is why I think you know working with working with someone else has been really beneficial. Um, but yeah, in terms of in terms of the number of clients we have, um, it's currently uh, currently around ten. Yeah, and uh, most of them are in the CBD niche, um, and you know I absolutely, I absolutely love um, writing CBD content. Um, so if you don't know what CBD is, uh, CBD is the chemical compound uh, that is uh, extracted from uh, the cannabis and hemp plant, and uh, it it can pretend, it is used as a food supplement, and it's really gaining traction here over in Europe and. Uh, I know that in America it's, it's very popular as well. So we have a, a lot of clients uh, in, in that niche. They're all e-commerce stores. Um, and I also work with uh, several um, software as a service companies as well on their, on their blog content. Nice, nice. Yeah, I remember talking to you earlier, and that's, that's a great niche, I think, to kind of focus yeah. on. Um, walk me through a little bit, obviously, Started six months ago. This is where you're at today. How how did you get your first thousand dollars in revenue? What did kind of that first initial stage look like when you when you launched Freshly Squeezed? Um, I'd love to hear kind of what you did, what worked, um, and how you got to that first one thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Well, what what was really interesting was um, when I first got started. So. Um, I first, you know, I first really got started in November. I, I kind of, I, I treated November as the first month of um, 
you know, really getting going. And uh, yeah, I, I managed to generate uh, in the first month, it was $1,200. Uh, $1, and um, yeah, that, 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 that all came from, I mean, most of it, you know, it, it was just cold emailing you know, just reaching out to people. I, I think there is, there is so much value in um, cold emailing. I think it's really underrated. You know, if you can get a really good cold email, um, yeah, I think it's a great way to communicate with people. At that point, I wasn't exploring anything like uh, LinkedIn ads or Facebook ads. You know, I, I was in the productized uh, startups group um, and that was great. You know, I, I kind of, I updated people um you know every month or so as to how i was getting on but yeah in terms of the first month it was just all cold emailing and uh, and looking on sites like indie hackers and uh, indie hacker rather and uh, and yeah to just seeing who is potentially going to be in need of um content writing at that point i hadn't even heard of um Business. I, I, I didn't even know what uh, software as a service was. You know, I, I was really, you know, just all very new to everything. And uh, yeah, I, I've treated the whole thing really like uh, like this huge kind of education. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been really really interesting that these past six months. Man, that's awesome. When you were doing those first initial cold email campaigns, was there a certain target market you were going after? I mean, how did you kind of because obviously that was a driver, but yeah, how did you, who did you target when you were messaging? No, it's interesting. Um, looking back, it was very broad, very, very broad. Um, it, it wasn't, uh, I, I didn't target in particular industries. Um, it, it really was, it, it was quite sloppy, really. It, it was just, um, it was just sending lots of very generic emails out. And my kind of, uh, my sticking, the, 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 I guess the sticking point or the, um, the, the kind of the main appeal behind them was this initial free article request. So in every email I basically offered um, to the company that I was sending it to, I offered to write a free article for them on a topic of their choice. And, um, I continue that offer till uh, even today, um, and yeah, I, I, I found that that works really well. I think it's a great way to kind of really, uh, really show people, you know, what you can do, and uh, without the, the the kind of any friction uh, caused by you know the price or anything. That's awesome, man. Uh, that I was going to ask you kind of your what your offer was, and I know you still mm. have that free free post, so that's that's great. Um, yeah. I, I mean, some people have uh, have kind of said, uh, you, you know, who are kind of on the outside looking in, kind of, uh, you, you know, should 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 I should I kind of get rid of that? Should I um, should I just go, you know, kind of cut that out of the of the kind of the funnel? Um, but yeah, I, I've got no intention of of kind of doing that because I, I just think it it, it really makes my service different because I, I think a lot of content writing services they they don't offer the free article and i can understand why you know it takes a lot of time and it does it does it takes me a lot of time but um yeah i just see so much value in it 
Yeah, I think the front end value is awesome. And if you can filter and make sure you're getting the right person mm -hmm. in the door, then, I mean, you're, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great win-win. So yeah, um, I, I really like that, man. Um, next question I have actually, that I'm curious to get your, your thoughts on is let's just say freshly squeezed, uh, tripled overnight from 10 to 30 customers. Um, oh what, yeah. <laughs> what breaks? And how do you fix it? What breaks? Mm. Uh, probably my time. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, I'm doing all of the all of the content writing. Um, so you know, it, it's kind of you know, it's a one man band at the moment. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very protective over uh, over kind of what what is being written. You know, I've tried outsourcing stuff in the past and you know i was disappointed by the quality it, it 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 never it never got anywhere near any of the any of the clients i always kind of uh you always had to you know rewrite stuff um but yeah i mean in in terms of what breaks um yeah probably just me <laughs> because you, you, you know I, I i at this point i don't have the infrastructure in place um to scale i don't have that team of writers that i would i would need in order to yeah in order to distribute work out uh, and kind of even out the workflow uh, uh, workload rather yeah and create you know a, a good workflow yeah. but yeah i mean ho hopefully yeah you know if if freshly squeeze continues to to scale um you know, I, I would definitely be kind of looking to to build that team of writers and uh, get some people that I really trust on board. And uh, the the person, the SEO consultant that I work with, Mark Falzone, he has he has a lot of experience in building teams of writers. And uh, yeah, he, he's already he's ready, he's on hand and ready to help um, when it comes to yeah when it comes to that. And hopefully that will be soon. Yeah. No, that's great, man. I think it's a good thought experiment to kind of think of because it's going to happen as you grow, maybe not that quickly, but you know, if you can plan ahead, then that, uh, that could really, really help. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, next question I have is, you know, if you could only grow your business from referrals, um, how would you approach this? What would you do? Maybe you explain a little bit about what that would look like. Yeah, that's a really interesting question. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I had um, quite a lot of business kind of, you know, generated from referrals. Um, I, I kind of, I have like a, like a, a quite a generous affiliate program in place uh, where, you know, if you recommend uh, a client to me, you know, if they become a paying customer, um, or if you recommend a customer to me, customer to me, if they become a paying customer, um, you can get twenty percent of um, of how much they they would pay me a month to to do the work. Um, but but in terms of yeah, how to go about that? Um, so, so that's kind of the way that I have been going about it. You know, I've been advertising the the affiliate program, um, and yeah, j just in kind of. Uh, on invoices as well that's something that i do so i really you know really try to to educate my existing customer base 
on you know the the potential benefits of them you know referring someone to me i uh i i always try to you know i i've tried to bake in um asking for testimonials after like a certain period of time um since kind of uh yeah securing a, a customer um and and yeah that, that's kind of been my my kind of um route towards you know get getting those referrals um but yeah i i think in, that that's something that i need to to really work on i think um finding new ways to rather than having to run all of these kind of paid advertising campaigns um you know f find some ways to yeah to really encourage referrals and I think ultimately that, that that always stems from, you know, are you providing a quality service? And and if if my customers feel that, you know, I I really yeah, I really encourage them to yeah, to spread the word. <laughs> nice, yeah, that's always a great thought exercise, you know, and I'm enjoying asking different people how mm. that. I like your uh asking for on invoices. That makes a ton of sense. I, I'm interested actually. Um well, what other kind of answers have you had to that question in terms of how how people are um, are generating referrals? I mean, I know I just gave the example of, of invoices. Um, have you had any any others recently? Yeah, I mean, there, there's so many different ways and strategies. Um, I think I'm working on building up uh, my list of, of referral strategies, um, which mm. is kind of exciting, but yeah, I think one is like, first of all, just like getting in a habit to ask. Um, I had one guy who um, had a great rule where he, his rule is just ask for one referral every single day from his network. Um, so that's a great, sorry, there's a little uh, dog bark in here. <laughs> there we go. Um, so yeah, so that one's really good, I think as well. Um, setting the expectations of referrals yeah. from the beginning. So even when you onboard a new customer, planting the seed, like, hey, one of our best, you know, or one of our main growth strategies that we leverage at Freshly Squeezed and the main way we grow is, you know, through customer referrals. So Penny, you love the service we're going to provide you. Um, we'd love for you to introduce us to someone else in your network that could benefit mm -hmm. from SEO-rich content. Um, so I think that was a good one too, but yeah, there's so many different ones, man. It's, uh, um, I'm documenting all these cause yeah, I think it's cool to share and then just implement those into what you're doing, um, mm. as well. But I think the affiliate program as well is really smart. Um, as far as just, you know, building up kind of more and more referrals through just affiliates. So mm. that was good too. I think, um, I think I have fallen into the, the trap before of, uh, yeah, asking for, um, for things like testimonials too early, um, too kind of early into the game. Um, and yeah, I guess it's just kind of, you know, it's really about identifying the, the, the point. I mean, it, I, I, I really want to kind of, um, map out what the, uh, what a typical a typical customer journey looks like for for my service, um, you know, and I think that will really help me to to work out the point at which a customer is ready for ad advocacy, um, 
and yeah, that, that's something that I'm exploring. No, that's great, man. We'll we'll have to jam more on some of that. I love doing that stuff. Yeah, um, great. So yeah, if you know the the customer journey as well, then you. Um, it's also a dynamic process to an extent, but once you know kind of the right point and the right time to ask for these things, mm. uh, helps out so much. Um, but dude, Adam, thank you so much, man. This was fun, short and sweet. Um, it's meant to be a, a snack, uh, you know, just for, um, which I think um, turned out really well. Um, can you leave right, us yeah. with one place people can find you or see what you're working on? Absolutely. Yeah, they can visit uh, squeezed.io and that's squeezed.io. Um, and, and that's, uh, yeah, that's our new website address. And uh, yeah, if, if there's anyone who, you know, is interested in getting a free uh, 500 word blog article for their business, you know, they can request that on the, on the website and we'll get it delivered to them. Um, and yeah, just excited to, you know, connect with more people and, uh, and yeah, continue to grow freshly squeezed. Man. So cool. Adam, thanks so much. And, uh, excited to share a little bit of your story and, um, we'll, we'll talk soon. Fantastic. Thanks very much, Tyler. Speak soon. Speak soon. See ya. All right. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you found the content valuable, here are two ways that I can help you actually completely free to grow and scale your service business. Number one, uh, just head over to productized.services um, and you'll be able to subscribe to our free weekly strategy newsletter. And number two, uh, get my productized playbook over at productizedplaybook.com. And this playbook is actually directly pulled from our recent Design to Exit course, one of the five playbooks. And we're giving away that for free um, where you get access to kind of see a full breakdown of essentially, yeah, how we think about productizing services, etc. Um, so definitely head over to productizedplaybook.com.